Hello all, welcome to Elagan Whiteboard Friday. Today we are going to talk about one of the most important initiative taken by government of India for the startups called Startup India Initiative. So, what exactly is Startup India policy or initiative? With startups spurring all over the country, it was the need of the hour the government, for the government to recognize that startups are unique. Uh, all the laws and stuff that apply to normal companies cannot be applied as it is to startups because they have a very unique nature. And uh, recognizing this uh, need and also uh, having felt that startups would play a very pivotal role in uh, employment generation and also the growth of wealth in the country, uh, government came out with its Startup India plan in 2016. So in uh, under this plan, the government has tried over the past 3-4 uh, years has tried to improvise uh, on various points and uh, has always been adding some of the other incentives in, uh, in its stride. So, as of today, there are several uh, thousands of startups recognized uh, under this policy. So, what exactly is this policy? So, under Startup India policies, uh, basically, uh, as a startup, if you feel you are in one of the eligible uh, startups, you need to apply for a certificate from the uh, government. So, once you get a uh, certificate from the startup, uh, from the government saying that you are a recognized startup, then you can apply for various incentives which are available under this program. So these incentives range from tax to your uh, labor laws and to uh, companies that. So it, it encompasses everything. And uh, so, so this is a brief highlight of the policy. And apart from this, government has also set up a startup uh, India fund program wherein uh, government has pledged 10,000 crores to the startups. And anyone who wants to uh, who wants to apply for it can approach SIBBI for it. Um, so yeah, that is uh, a brief uh, about the Startup India plan. So let's let's talk about what are what are the incentives available under Startup India plan. So uh, broadly, the incentives available under uh, Startup India can be categorized into two broad categories. One is uh, uh, or you can actually categorize into three. One is uh, you know funding incentives. The second is tax incentives, and the third is uh, incentives from corporate law. So uh, first, talking about the uh, funding incentives, as I said uh, previously. So if you are a recognized startup, you can always approach SEBI to for availing loans, uh, which out of the ten thousand crores that government has pledged. And having a startup recognition uh, certificate helps you in obtaining that very easily. The second and most important is, are the tax incentives. So uh, government has been adding lot of uh, lot of uh, incentives, tax incentives over the period. And uh, so most common, uh, most commonly available tax incentives are. Uh, the first is, uh, if you are recognized as a startup, you can opt not to pay taxes for three years out of a, a period of ten years. So, in a block of ten years, you can always uh, select uh, any of the three consecutive years for which you would not want to pay tax. And uh, the second uh, most important tax incentive is exemption from uh, angel tax. So. Uh, we would discuss this in detail a bit later. 
and uh, third most important is recognizing the very uh, nature of startup uh, the shareholder pattern keeps changing so there was a requirement uh, under carry forward of losses uh, section 79 uh, which said that if 51% of shareholders do not continue to be the shareholders of the company the losses cannot be carried forward to uh, future periods now if you are a recognized startup government has done away with this requirement as well so these are broadly the tax incentives that a startup enjoys apart from this there are exemptions uh, given under company law and also intellectual property uh, laws in india so the major being the uh, fast track winding up of the startup so normally a fast track exit mode require takes up to 180 days for closing a company but if you are a recognized startup then uh, it can be done within 90 a period of 90 days and uh, the second thing is in case if you are uh, if if you are applying for patents and uh, trademarks there are concessions on the fees that government charges if you are a recognized startup so these are various incentives which are available under startup india policy so uh, third thing is who are eligible to be uh, to be recognized as a startup a you will have to be uh, registered as a private limited company or uh, as a registered partnership firm or a limited liability partnership second your turnover has to be less than 100 crore in any of the previous uh, financial year uh, the third requirement is from the time of incorporation it uh, the basically the age of the company should be less than 10 years to be eligible uh, and so basically these are the three eligibility criteria for you to be recognized as a startup and uh, the fourth is the startup the company should be engaged either in an innovative or in a development of an innovative product or a product that is basically solving a society problem or basically is indulged in an activity which can result in creation of wealth for the country so if you satisfy all these conditions then you are eligible to be recognized as a startup now uh, so once you are eligible uh, how do we go about registering uh, the company as startup so the process is as such uh, uh, very straightforward one needs to uh, visit the startupindia.go.in website and apply for the registration it is as good as creating an online social media profile and it's it's pretty much straightforward there's a form that every startup has to fill once the form is submitted board checks if if you know all the criteria are met and if it is met then they grant you the certificate of recognition the one important thing to note is once though you would have uh, got the certificate as a startup from the uh, board but that does not automatically grant uh, you access to all the tax incentives uh, that government is giving so uh, for this the policy states that under each of the incentive you will have to uh, make a separate application uh, on the startup india uh, portal itself so as uh, so for example if you are trying to get uh, uh, you are trying to apply for three uh, tax free three years uh, three consecutive years then there's you will have to make an application online for uh, exemption under section iac and similarly if you are looking for exemption from the angel tax fund then you will have to make an application under section 56 with certain document requirements as mentioned on uh, on the website 
so this is broadly uh, so there's a common confusion like uh, i am registered does it mean i'm uh, automatically entitled for all the incentives but that is not the case you could be an uh, eligible startup but still you'll have to apply with each of these departments to see if you're actually eligible for the various tax incentives the government has announced but what does then this certificate essentially mean so this certificate uh, entitles you for other incentives other than the tax incentives like quick uh, winding up of the company or the discounts in the pricing of uh, patents and stuff and uh, so such other where there is no tax involvement those incentives are automatically available based on the certificate and no other application needs to be made now let us talk about the uh, most important uh, the angel tax advantage so basically a startup india plan the prior to startup india plan there was a common problem with there was a common fight between the startups and the tax authorities so uh, as we all know the valuation in startup is is more uh, cannot be 100% accurate or a scientific though all even after taking all uh, the due care there is always possibility that it is not 100% accurate so what does angel tax section say that if let's say the company's uh, current valuation is only uh, 500 rupees per share but you have got money from the uh, investor at let's say 1000 rupees per share so the angel tax section said that the differential 500 is a benefit flowing to the company and hence it has to be taxed now the problem is if if it is very uh, if it is set out at the beginning that the valuation of company is 500 and the shares are bought at coming at 1000 still there is no uh, uh, doubts in anybody's mind but the question comes when you have got a valuation report for 500 and you have done the transaction at 500 but tax authorities come back and say you know your company's value is only 100 rupees so that's where there was a common commonly there was a fight between the tax authorities and the startups and uh, so there were several case laws and several things to prove like what is the actual valuation of the company but uh, to everyone's relief government has given a benefit to all the recognized startup that whoever is recognized uh, as a startup and also who has obtained a specific exemption under tax incentives need not pay any angel tax so what does that mean you are uh, free from proving your valuations at every stage of the funding or at every stage of the uh, investment so that's a that's a huge relief and uh, would for sure save you lot of time and also compliance cost so that is it for today thank you if you have any uh, queries please send out your queries to hello@ilagan.com and for uh, do visit our website for open source documents thank you